0: What is up, Thunder fans? Welcome to another edition of the Locked on Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Brady Trantham, and for the next 30 minutes or so, you will be locked on Thunder. It's Friday, thank God. <laughs> it's been a long week. Uh, trade deadline is not only fun for you guys and the media, it's, um, it's a little tiring. I'm glad that it's over. Um, the Thunder, of course, as you all are well aware, were relatively quiet in terms of nothing happening, officially, but the Thunder were still one of the more popular franchises, one of the more hard-working franchises at the deadline, let's just say. Go ahead and listen to the episode previous from Thursday. Now, that one did come out a little bit later in the evening. Uh, again, I-, I wanted to wait until all the information trickled out so I can be as up-to-date as possible, so I'm sure... Some of y'all might have missed it, but I went ahead and tweeted it out um, for my Twitter account, at BradyDoesSports. You can go find the link. I just put it out around 8.20 in the morning. So just scroll down go look for that episode before. Obviously, if you're listening to this one first, it doesn't matter. We're going to be talking about a little bit more of that trade because I read a Zach Lowe article that um, provided a little bit more information, a little bit more context. We'll get into that, of course, later on in the episode. And then we'll preview the Thunder and the Pistons tonight in Oklahoma City at Chesapeake Energy Arena. John Henson's coming back, bless his heart. And if you don't know me just yet, I've been covering the Thunder since 2014 and since 2018 with 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 The Franchise in Tulsa as their lead Thunder contributor, Thunder Insider. One of the franchise Thunder Insiders that you can hear Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 107.7 The Franchise with Jerry Ramsey, John Hamm, Madison, Morris, and me. You can also subscribe to the OKC82 podcast. That is a post-game reaction show, so don't worry. It's not a whole bunch of the same. It can complement this podcast really well, so go ahead and give that a subscribe and a follow as well. You can find all my articles at thefranchiseok.com. It's all free. No need to provide any information. You can just read all of our stuff for free, again, at thefranchiseok.com, and I've got a tab with my last name on the front page. So the easiest way to find all my writings, all my words, as Steven Adams would say, is just click the Trantham tab, and then you can find everything in chronological order. And like I said, follow me on Twitter at BradyDoesSports. It's the easiest way to find all my podcast links, all my articles thoughts, what have you. You can always interact with me. If you so choose, send me questions. You can DM me questions, of course. And if you want me to talk about them on the podcast, please let me know, and I will do my best to talk about it on the next Locked on Thunder. But let's go backwards just a little bit and talk about this Zach Lowe article I just read this morning after I woke up. So the crux of the article that really deals with Oklahoma City mainly is coming from the angle of the Miami Heat, and that's going to be the case as always. The the Thunder, notoriously tight-lipped, Even Adrian Wojnarowski really can't crack them. It it never fails over the last few years. Woj is, is saying what franchise is drafting what player during the draft, two or three spots ahead of when they're actually drafted. And then on cue, as we get closer to Oklahoma City, he gets a little bit more quiet. He gets a little bit more quiet. And then by the time the draft actually catches up to where Woj is actually predicting, he's completely quiet. And again, I'm not trying to dog Adrian Wojnarowski at all. He's the best in the business by far. It's just it's just a very interesting like pat on the back, I guess, for the Thunder organization in terms of keeping everything that they do in-house. And so um, a lot of information that you're going to hear in regards to the Oklahoma City Thunder is always going to probably come from a different team, a different front office. So the validity of such, you can always at least question. Now, I'm not going to super question Woj or super question Zach Lowe. These these guys are incredibly plugged in. They've covered the NBA for a lot longer than I have. They know the ins and outs much more than I do. But you can at least question it because Lowe did put a little paragraph in there that really dealt with the question that I had on yesterday's podcast, which was how much leverage did Sam Presti actually have? And you know Lowe mapped out basically probably what we could – infer as to what the Thunder were looking for. And the, the entire theme of it was just draft compensation. Of course, the Thunder do have the Heat's 2021 and 2023 uh, first round picks with the 2023 having a pick protection. And if the Heat were able to, if they were willing to part with that pick protection, um, according to NBA rules, they can then package another first round pick to Oklahoma City in exchange for Danilo Gallinari. And that's what Zach Loeb mainly was assuming the Thunder were getting. And if that's what the Thunder ultimately got for Danilo Gallinari, that's something that you can just really be happy with because essentially you're trading Paul George for Shea Gillis-Alexander, all the Clippers picks, and now you have turned Danilo Gallinari, who was a part of that Paul George trade, into an unprotected first round pick now in 2023 with the Miami heat and then another first round pick from them in the future as well so you just keep adding to the draft assets that the thunder have now the thunder have way too many draft assets draft picks than they can actually have on a 15-man roster so you you might look at that and say well the heat are going to be good over the next few years at least so why does that matter you know, no, uh, not having a pick protection or just having a, a first round pick from a team like the Miami Heat who's not going to be drafting in the lottery. Well, the Thunder have a zillion first round picks. It's pretty likely that Sam Presti will be able to package maybe a few of those picks that they don't really see a lot of value in to a franchise and move up significantly in a particular draft to get a player maybe in the lottery, maybe a little bit closer to the top five or at least in the top 10 So the idea is just accrue as many draft assets as possible, and that's what Sam Presti is clearly doing. Um, Lowe did put another little sentence in there that caught my eye where he said it's probably possible that Miami could have pulled off this trade, of course, if Danilo Gallinari agreed to the extension that the Heat offered him, and if the Thunder, of course, agreed to this deal as well with Miami not giving up Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, any of their young core, and he said probably and probably was in italics. So again, I go back to what I said earlier about how anything you hear about the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, insider information like this, especially around trade deadline, you're getting this from the Miami Heat. I don't know if the Miami Heat or any insiders or any agents are going to want it to be public that, yeah, the Heat were shopping Tyler Hero in order to get Danil Gallinari. Yeah, the Heat were shopping Kendrick Nunn. I don't know if they're going to want that to be public. The Thunder sure as hell aren't going to say anything. Sam Presti probably won't even say anything about this trade, even at his exit interview in a few months after the Thunder eventually, and I'm sorry if this pisses you off, eventually lose in the postseason. So again, going back to what I said even earlier, you could at least question what the Thunder were actually going to get. More than likely, yes. They were probably looking for draft compensation, like Zach Lowe said. They were probably looking for the removal of that pay protection and maybe an extra first-round pick from the Miami Heat. But who knows? Maybe Sam Presti was really demanding a high price like he did with Dennis Schroeder to the L.A. Lakers. Maybe he really was demanding a high price. So if you're a Thunder fan, I guess you got to be happy with how Sam Presti conducted himself at the trade deadline. And now we have this team to look forward to um, from a fan's perspective. And from my perspective as a media member, I'm excited to see what this team can do at 31 and 20 moving forward. How far can they climb the standings? And then once we get to the postseason, how good can this team perform under the bright lights of the NBA playoffs? And before we get to our first break, everybody want to talk to you guys about calm. We talk about physical fitness a lot, but there's another side of the game that's just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in the body. And Calm can help you train your brain so you can sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. For LeBron James, sleep is an important part of his mental fitness routine. He says, getting good sleep and finding time to rest is one of the more valuable things I can do for my body and mind. And if you go to Calm.com slash LockedOnMBA, you'll get 40% off of a Calm premium membership. With Calm, you have access to nature scenes LeBron loves, like rain on the leaves, and so much more, like sleep stories and meditations. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash locked on NBA. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on NBA. That's calm.com slash locked on NBA. Welcome back to the Locked on Thunder podcast, everybody. The Thunder do take on the Detroit Pistons tonight, and it's going to be an interesting matchup because there is no Andre Drummond on this Pistons team anymore as he was traded. Depending on how you look at it, he was either traded or just flat out given away to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't know what the Cavaliers are trying to do. They still have Tristan Thompson. They weren't able to move him at the trade deadline. There was some chatter throughout the early part of the year that they might be looking to move either him or Kevin Love. So they have Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson, and now Andre Drummond. I don't know what they're doing. I basically want to see the Cavaliers and the Atlanta Hawks who got Clint Capella, Dwayne Dedman, now, and still have John Collins. I want to see them both play each other for a playing game to get into the playoffs so they can just beat the hell out of each other. That'll be fun, won't, won't it? But the Pistons did receive for Andre Drummond, Brandon Knight, and John Henson in a second round pick. Now, John Henson... If you don't know who that is, it's the backup center for the Cleveland Cavaliers who were just in Oklahoma City Wednesday night. And I've already had my friends at 107.7 like Chisholm Holland or Jerry Ramsey jokingly ask, okay, so did he fly back with the Cavaliers after the game or did he stay behind because the Cavaliers knew they were going to trade for Andre Drummond and Henson's next game as a Piston? was in Oklahoma City. It's a it's an interesting question. Bless his heart if he actually had to leave and now have to come back. Um, look, fortunately for you, John, the weather, it's still cold, but there's no snow. It's not as cold, and uh, w- during the day, it's a little bit warmer. So hopefully he can enjoy his stay in Oklahoma City a little bit more this time. And the Pistons do have a lengthy injury report, as everybody knows. Blake Griffin is going to be out for the year, so no Former great Sooner Blake Griffin playing in front of the hometown Oklahoma City crowd. Unfortunately, Luke Kennard is still probably not going to play. He hasn't played since the day after Christmas. Two injured knees. He was supposed to be reevaluated by January seventh, and you know this shouldn't really shock any Thunder fans considering how, when players are supposed to be re- reevaluated, it's not like they they immediately come back on that date. So Luke Kennard should be back anytime soon, hopefully. But uh, I don't expect him to play tomorrow night, third-year man, uh, Sharpshooter, who the Pistons actually were look were shopping around, quite interestingly. So no Luke Kennard tonight. Former Thunder player Markeith Morris is out, listed as out, for Friday night's game. So no uh, revenge game against mean old Billy Donovan for Markeith Morris. Derek Rose is also going to be out. And Sviatlaslav Mihailuk, the small forward from Ukraine, is also out. I don't know who the Pistons are going to be able to play tonight. I don't know if they're going. to... It's going to be like a Portland Trailblazers situation. Um, two weeks ago, when they came to Oklahoma City, and they only had probably about six healthy players to play, but they had to dress, you know, the eight players. So this might be um, a good opportunity for the Thunder to get out to an early lead and just hold on for and just hold on throughout the rest of the game. But as we saw on Wednesday night. Even the Thunder can get caught sleepwalking against a bad team, so it's going to be interesting to see how this team performs. They still do have, the Pistons do, they still have Reggie Jackson, and I'm sure a lot of Thunder fans are excited to see him. Langston Galloway can put put up some point. Christian Wood has been a little exciting over the last few games. Tony Snell is like one of those lower-end players that seems to always have good games against the Oklahoma City Thunder And from the Thunder side of things, I wonder if Terrence Ferguson is still going to be coming off the bench. I guess at this point, we should probably expect Lou Dort to start, but it seems like every time I make a rash prediction like that, it's always the opposite. So um, it's going to be interesting to see tonight if Lou Dort starts, if Terrence Ferguson is a little bit better, if he comes off the bench, if he's just a little bit more in condition, a little bit more sure of himself when he's coming off screens, when he's chasing guys off screens, excuse me. And what does uh how does Danilo Gallinari play? Knowing Danilo he's an absolute professional. He's been an absolute professional this entire time. Uh there have been reports that while the trade almost went down with the Miami Heat, Danilo Gallinari did express his joy with playing with this Oklahoma City team and He's just as pleasantly surprised as a lot of fans are that it's it's worked so well. And Gallinari has said to us time and time again this season that he loves team basketball, that he loves sharing the ball, getting oppor- getting good opportunities, not just getting opportunities for the sake of getting opportunities on offense. But this Thunder team has great chemistry. They share the basketball extremely well. No one guy puts up 30, or 40 sh- 30 to 35 shots a game. So while Gallo may very well want to play in a situation where he could For sure, win a championship, and if he had gone to Miami, that would have been more of a shoe-in title contender than, of course, the Oklahoma City Thunder are in the short term. He's at least going to enjoy the time that he has remaining with Oklahoma City, and then, of course, the sign and trade option is still on the table. That's probably the way that he can maximize his earnings. I mean, even more so than what the Heat were willing to extend him for. It's the best case scenario for Danilo Gallinari, and it's also the best case scenario for the Oklahoma City Thunder if they are able to manufacture a sign-in trade with Danilo Gallinari, because then you just add to the assets that you eventually got from the Paul George trade going back to last July. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. Last night came out late, and so I wanted to put this one out early so you can listen to both back-to-back. So you can be up-to-date for tonight's Pistons game, so you can know all the ins and outs. As much as we know about the Danilo Gallinari trade that almost was with the Miami Heat... But this will be the Thunder team that we're all going to be talking about, watching, enjoying over the next few months as we get closer and closer to the postseason and as we get closer and closer to the All-Star break, which we all so desperately need. (laughs) Looking forward to that week off. But everybody, we still got some work to do over the weekend, so let's have some fun with it. I will see you guys on Monday, or I'll talk to you guys on Monday probably. So until then, be safe, have a good weekend, and I'll talk to you later.